Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Talking about death is never easy, but when you're facing it head on, there's no avoiding it. And TV chef from Sligo, Joe Shannon, I know a familiar face to many of you from TV programmes over the years, um, has been given a terminal diagnosis and Joe was with us on the programme today. Joe, I have to say, when I, I got a real land, Joe, when I heard this, because I know you um, a number of years now through through work and, and, and different radio stations and that, but... How are you? Andrea, listen, thank you very much for allowing me the platform to talk to you, number Mm. one. And if I may say, Andrea, before I start, that my story is very much my story. And I am just very conscious with the thousands and thousands of listeners that you have, that some of them may be starting a cancer journey or maybe in the middle of a cancer journey. And the reality with cancer today is that the outcome is, you know, more times positive than it is negative. And I think it's important mm. to say that. You know, but for me, basically, uh, uh, Andrea, my journey started in February 21 after a number of days of unusual pain that I never had before, uh, based around my belly. I went to Sligo University Hospital, met the fantastic uh, surgeon that is Martin Cordwell. He basically, after tests, had found that I had very serious blockages in my bowel. We had surgery. From the surgery, it was uh, determined then that they took a tumour out that unfortunately was cancerous. At that stage, it was at a stage three cancer. Um, I basically then um, moved to a fantastic oncologist called Professor John McCaffrey in the Matter Private Hospital in Dublin. As There wasn't an oncologist available available to me in Sligo at that time as the the man was out sick. So I met this... uh, absolute genius of a man, Professor John McCaffrey. He basically done a head-to-toe test on me, uh, had recommended that, you know, I I had bowel cancer. It's quite normal, you know, in terms Mm. of cancer, you know, and I'm very treatable. And that uh, the surgery was very successful, and I would have 12 bouts of uh, chemotherapy. But at the same time, because I was a new patient to him, he was going to do a head-to-toe test on me just to be sure, to be sure that there was no other cancer, I suppose, in my system. And unfortunately, in those tests, it was found then that I had a liver can- uh, a tumour was on my liver. So he then basically advised that I should have liver surgery to remove that tumour, which I did under the fantastic, uh, uh, I suppose, surgeon, Professor John Keneally, there in the matter in, in Dublin. The surgery went excellent, keyhole surgery, not a problem. But unfortunately, which is very, very rare, I have to underline very rare, that I took a very, very serious bout of infections uh, after that surgery. And this does very rarely, underlined, happen. And I I struggled with those. uh, I was hospitalized for quite a long time, struggled with those infections, had a lot of drains that came out of me. I was in ICU. I had received the last rites. On one of those nights in ICU, uh, my mother, who passed away in 2007, Mary Shannon appeared to me at the bottom of the bed. I actually thought I was, you know, she was there to take me to another world that night. But thankfully, I woke up the next morning and the nurses and the doctors that were there beside me just said to me a miracle had happened, that uh, things had changed, that all my readings had moved to the positive, And that was great. So I resumed chemotherapy in October of 21, finished it in April of 22, uh, 
Professor McCarthy was very happy with the outcome. Mm, there was no evidence was, of disease. Was, was good, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, was good. Yeah, and it was sort of you know we'll keep an eye on you, and hopefully maybe you know down the road we might consider going back to work and stuff like that. That was fantastic. And then by the summer of '22, I wasn't feeling well. I have a fantastic GP beside me, Dr. Kenny. I went to see her. She wasn't happy with me. She got in touch with the oncology team. Further tests on. Unfortunately, it was found that my cancer had returned to my bowel. The surgery wasn't an option. Uh, so Professor McCaffrey decided on six more doses of chemotherapies or treatments uh, to try and kill the cells that was there. And in February, after finishing the six uh, sessions, we, after tests, we came to the realization that the cancer wasn't um, moving. It had reduced, but it, it, it be, you know, it cannot be cured. So basically, I asked them the very straightforward question, because you know me, Andre, I'm a very straightforward man. I do, yeah. I wanted to know. Uh, Mary was with me and my beautiful wife and my daughter, Orla. So I asked them the question straight out. I said, will this basically, you know, shorten my lifespan? And he says, well, Joe, you've asked me a direct question. You deserve an honest answer. And he says, the answer to that question is yes, it will sh- significantly shorten your lifespan. And the best way to put it to you is the only option to me at this moment in time is continual chemotherapy. So basically, I will have six sessions of chemotherapy, stop, assess, and then continue with uh, another six sessions of chemotherapy, assuming that my, you know, I'm able to take mm. it. And uh, if I decided not to do that treatment, which is my prerogative, he would give me a lifespan of basically six months. But by having the chemotherapy, you know, who knows? God is good. It may give me one year. It may give me seven years. Mm. Who knows? No one is God. It will depend on how my body reacts to it. But that is where I am at the moment. But, you know, it's, it's a difficult conversation. Yeah. It was very difficult for Mary to have to be in a room to listen to that conversation. But I was very appreciative to Professor McCaffrey for his honesty. But it also means, as he said himself, it means that, number one, where we are with cancer five years ago to today is a full 360-degree turnaround, you know? There's new research happening every day. Who's to say that down the road that there won't be some research that may suit my cancer that could help me, which would be fantastic, obviously. And if not, to be honest with you, Andrea, I've had a fantastic life. I still have life to live. I want to, you know, enjoy what I have of my life uh, with my family, my, you know, my wife, my kids, my grandchildren, my, my beautiful brother and sisters. I have fantastic friends. I have a great friend in Georgie Gorman. We have a, 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 a Facebook uh, blog that we call the Recovery Tour that we sort of are showing to people that because you have cancer, life doesn't finish, mm. that you can still live life regardless of what your prognosis is. You know, words like chemotherapy or radiotherapy, you know, can be scary when you hear them for the first time, but you wouldn't be getting them unless there is hope of a positive, yeah. positive outcome for them. And I think that message is very important. And if I could say, if you don't mind, Andrea, if I could get one message out today, and that would be to people, just at this moment, think about going to your local GP, make an appointment, have a chat with them about having an MOT, you know what I mean, get your bloods done, get whatever checks your doctor says, 
And with any disease, if it can be got early, early prevention is just massive. Absolutely. It really, really yeah. is. You know, you, you, Joe, you've you've an I like I, I'm sure listeners are in listening to you today. I'm sure they're thinking you've an you've a really pragmatic approach to this. And well, it's, and it's... I've had a great life, Andrea. I, I, I thought my life has been so fantastic. I was reared by two beautiful parents, had a beautiful brother, three beautiful sisters. I have a beautiful wife. I have beautiful kids. I've lived a very full life. I've been very lucky that I was very successful in my career uh, in the hotel industry, a hard industry, but I loved every single mm. minute of it. I traveled the world with it. I've been unfortunate. I've been very fortunate to be known on media. I've been on shows with you on Island AM, on all different sorts of shows, which is, you know, a brilliant life. I've traveled the world. My God, I, I couldn't ask for an awful lot more. I'm 58 years of age. I've had a great innings. My heart goes out to a young child that gets a diagnosis or a young mother or a young parent with young families. That's really, really hard. But there is help out there. I go to a great place called the Cancer, Sligo Cancer Support Center where I get bioenergy, which is fantastic. These centers are all over the country. For anybody with cancer or their families, there's counselors there to help. There's mm. people to advise on financial oh, matters, on yeah. medical matters, on, you know, holistic uh, treatment. It's just unreal, you know? Yeah. You're, 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 I, don't, I don't know if positivity is the, is the right word, um, Joe. Well, to, I was always a half-up full person. Yeah. Like, yeah, the way true. I see it is, I went to the doctor and... You know, my, my professor said to me, I could have a number of years, you know, to live uh, if the treatment, you know, if my body receives this treatment, well, that's good. You know what I mean? I wasn't told mm-hmm. to go home and, and get your things in order. You've only got a week or two to live. So everything is positive. There's three things in life we're sure of. We fulfill one of them. We're born. We're going to fulfill the second one, which is we're going to die. And in between that, you have to pay tax. You've no control over those things. You know what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah. You know what I mean. You just have to get on with it. You, 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 you play the 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 the, the card you're dealt. You know. Yeah. Do, do, are you? Have you continued on with the treatment plan, Joe, that you mentioned? Yes. You yes. Have, yeah, um, yeah. I basically I've had my second uh, chemo treatment yesterday, and uh, if you don't mind, I'd just like to thank the oncology staff in the matter day, uh, the oncology day unit in the matter private. They are so. Absolutely professional, so friendly, mm. so understanding. The, the the treatment I receive is just second to none. Yes, it's chemotherapy. Yes, that is a scary word. Yes, there can be challenges with it. But my God is keeping me alive and it's going to extend my life. And I think that's great. Yeah. So, how, you know, that is positive. How do um, you, you mentioned your, your wife and, and your daughter um, that were in with you in that meeting? And I, yeah. I remember them. They're they're yeah, yeah. they're very, very hard, um, very hard meetings to sit through. But how are they like, do they get some comfort, I suppose, from your kind of positive attitude? In this process, I've always said it, that it's actually harder on your family and your dear friends than it is on you. Because if you think about it, Andrea, I'm surrounded by all these brilliant people of the medical faculties that look after me 24-7. If I sneeze wrongly, I have an in to my GP, to my professor, to whatever. But my family have to deal with this, you know, themselves. They're watching me. I'm possibly going downhill. They're trying to be positive around me. You know, I think it's harder on the family. And it was very, very hard on Mary, I have to say, because she only recently lost her mother 
last summer. I lost my own dad there in January, a fantastic man. And, you know, there have been challenges in between that that are hard and this doesn't help. But we've had a lovely, lovely life together. My God, Mary has been my best friend, my my everything. She really has been everything. And because of her, I think this is why I can handle this so well. And my family and my brothers and my sisters, as I say, and my dear friends. And that support really does help you through situations like this, mm. you know? You seem you know, yeah, uh, you seem very content, Joe. I am content with my life. Yeah. I really am content with my life and whatever my life brings. But I don't want to give the message that, you know, I especially want people to understand that if you are starting your cancer treatment or if you are in the middle of that cancer treatment or someone, loved one belonging to you, the outcomes are generally very, very positive in today's world with cancer. It is not the world that it was back in the 60s and 70s. It certainly hasn't. They have really, really progressed with treatments. It really is, you know, not for the most case, not the end of the world. And to be fair, for my case, it's not the end of the world because I've had a great life, you know. Um, If I may mention, uh, there's a fantastic conference for anybody with, you know, a cancer worry or whatever. There is um, some places left for a conference in your hometown in Ballyshannon there, uh, Andrea, all on cancer. There's some great speakers, Magello O'Donnell, Brian Kennedy, Tommy O'Gorman, Martin Cordwell, uh, in the Abbey Centre yeah. in Ballyshannon okay. on the 13th of May. Well worth yeah. for listeners who maybe haven't a worry in the to area. consider, yeah. you know, uh, uh, a fantastic uh, half-day event, yeah. you know. And it is, and, and I, I have to say this, you know, Rob has got in touch. She says, Joe, you're an absolute diamond. <laughs> I met Joe once at the uh, the Taste of Dublin Festival, just a, a lovely man. Um, another listener here says, Joe, amazing, such a positive attitude towards such a very difficult thing. I wish him all the, the very, very best of luck. Um, have you things like, just on a final point, Joe, was there anything that you, I don't want to say kind of bucket list. I mean, you've, you've, you've done so much, but it sounds like a lot of it is just spending, you want to spend as much time as possible, I suppose. I think the, the first family. thing to be said is anyone like me with a diagnosis like me, I don't want people walking around on eggshells around me. You know what I mean? That's the first thing I'd like to say. Because it is very uncomfortable for people meeting somebody knowing that, you know, that somebody in front of them has a diagnosis like I, like I have. But the last thing I want is pity. The last thing I want is that I want positivity around me. Uh, and, I, and I do get that. I, I'm, I'm getting my driveway done in the house, which I have been putting off for years. I'm looking forward <laughs> to getting that done. I got my house refurbished, which I thankfully was lucky to get done. There is some holidays I have planned for myself that I want to do places that I haven't seen yet. I have a great friendship with my, with my great friend, Georgie Gorman, and we have a lot of plans for the recovery tour where we want to meet interesting people yeah. and help people who are going through their well, cancer journeys. That gives us a lot of help back by doing yeah. it, you know. Well, listen, Joe, I, I wish you all the, the very, uh, the very very best of luck and, and I, I want to thank you for your time on the programme today. Like, you've such, such a f- fantastic, uh, positive attitude, huge courage, you know, as well. And I, I do appreciate you sharing your, your story with us. Mind yourself and, and I'll, I'll see you certainly uh, in Sligo at some stage, of course. TV chef there, Joe Shannon. Yeah, just an incredible positive outlook um, towards a very, very difficult, obviously, situation. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.